Establishing data link. Four, three, two, one. You are listening to the ABI 1.0 podcast, a podcast for the curious. Howdy. Welcome to the ABI 1.0 podcast. I'm your host, Terry Thompson. This episode is about music, but not your typical music. This is about early music, extremely early music, like the very beginning, Ice Age stuff. Yeah, what did our ancestors listen to, what type of music, and uh, what type of instruments were available to them? I thought about this the other day when I was bebopping around the house uh, listening to music on the radio. Yes, they still have music on the radio, but uh, yeah, we'll find out when I get back. We here at the ABI 1.0 podcast enjoy hearing from our listeners. As a matter of fact, we get several of our ideas from our listeners. So if you want to contact us, either through voicemail, email, we have a Facebook page, we're on Twitter, Instagram, uh, Tumblr, Pinterest, oh, let's see, I wanted to put flyers out, but the uh, person in charge of the money said, what are you talking about? Paper, it doesn't grow on trees. I'm a musician, a songwriter, and I really would like to know what makes music so human and powerful in its nature. Thank you. Well, Aiden, as you know, I know everything. I don't know why, but it sure is deep within us. Now, I remember when I was in school, uh, people in psychology class talked about dogs responding to octaves, that is the doubling of the frequency. And so there may be something to that, that uh, there are natural resonances that appeal to us that have something to do with our voices. But I have also, I mean, I'm not an expert on this, but I've been to China and people will listen to sort of Western disco music, but other music like swing music, um, that that doesn't appeal to them. They don't like it. There's something about um, the traditions that uh, with tonal language speakers versus us that uh, doesn't uh, jive, doesn't fit in. But then in Japan, it's not a tonal language, but they also got something that sounds more like Chinese to me. I don't know, it is deep within us. And I will say, uh, if you want to get to Carnegie Hall, practice, practice, practice. I will say scales are very important, do scales. That's what it's all based on somewhere down there. And uh, if you're going to play the blues, I'm looking at you with your guitar. If you're going to play the blues, you got to get a couple minor chords in there. you got to have a major third and a seventh or something like that. But I'm not sure why, but it's got to be just ultimately based on trying to attract a mate. That's got to be what's down in there. Carry on, Aiden. How did music begin? Did our early ancestors first start by beating things together to create rhythm? 
or use their voices to sing? What types of instruments did they use? Has music always been important in human society, and if so, why? These are some of the questions that we are going to explore. The answers reveal that the story of music is, in many ways, the story of humans. very simple answer to where music begins is in animals, because birds sing and whales sing, and we evolved along the ape line. Somewhere between 8 million years ago, the date of the missing link between non-human primates and us, and about 40,000 years ago, we began to evolve. That's when we discovered the first bone flutes, which is a sign of musical technology. Animal vocalization evolved into human song. Music is a powerful means of communication. It provides a means by which people can share emotions, intentions, and meanings even though their spoken languages may be mutually incomprehensible. So, when did our ancestors begin making music? If we take singing, then controlling pitch is important. Scientists have studied the fossilized skulls and jaws of early apes to see if we were able to vocalize and control pitch. About a million years ago, the common ancestor of Neanderthals and modern humans had the vocal anatomy to sing like us, but it's impossible to know if they did. Another important component of music is rhythm. Our early ancestors may have created rhythmic music by clapping their hands. This may be linked to the earliest musical instruments when somebody realized that smacking stones or sticks together doesn't hurt your hands as much. Many of these instruments are likely to be made of soft materials like wood or reeds, and so haven't survived. What have survived are bone pipes. Some of the earliest ever found are made from swan and vulture wing bones and are between 39,000 and 43,000 years old. Other ancient instruments have been found in surprising places. For example, there is evidence that people struck stalactites, or rock gongs, in caves dating from 12,000 years ago, with the caves themselves acting as resonators for the sound. What we're going to do right here is go back, way back, back into time. When the only people that existed were troglodytes, cavemen, cave women, Neanderthal, troglodytes. Let's take the average caveman at home, listening to his stereo. Got about a woman, got about a woman, got about a woman, got about a woman. 
not meant to be a scientific recreation of way it uh, came down but we know that music is old and may have been with us from when humans first evolved but why did it arise and why has it persisted there are many possible functions for music one is dancing it is unknown if the first dancers created a musical accompaniment or if music led to people moving rhythmically Another obvious reason for music is entertainment, which can be personal or communal. Music can also be used for communication over large distances using instruments such as drums or horns. Yet another reason for music is ritual, and virtually every religion uses music. However, the major reason that music arose and persists may be that it brings people together. Music leads to bonding, such as bonding between mother and child, or bonding between groups. Music keeps workers happy when doing repetitive and otherwise boring work and helps everyone to move together, increasing the force of their work. Dancing or singing together before a hunt or warfare binds participants into a cohesive group. It's even been suggested that music, in causing such bonding, created not only the family but society itself, bringing individuals together who might otherwise have led solitary lives. We're putting the band back together. Well, if we're going to put together a band, even an Ice Age band, we're going to have to start with strings. And how about the granddaddy of all string instruments, the musical mouth bow. 
Percussion. Yeah, we're gonna need a Ringo. The first drums, made from natural objects such as alligator skin, appeared during 5500 BC. They first came about in Neolithic cultures originating from China, but later spread to all of Asia. This period also saw the creation of bronze Dong Sun drums in Vietnam during 3000 BC. Yeah, stretched animal skin was one way to make a drum, but I kind of like the way the, the log drum sounds. It's really cool. production of musical tones is so basic to man its origins are long lost in antiquity and predate the development of spoken language. The voice is presumed to be the original musical instrument and there is no human culture no matter how remote or isolated that does not sing. Not only is singing ancient and universal in primitive cultures it is an important function associated not so much with entertainment or frivolity as with matters vital to the individual, social group, or religion. Primitive man sings to invoke his gods with prayers and incantations, celebrate his rites of passage with chants and songs, and recount his history and heroics with ballads and epics. There are even cultures that regard singing in such an awesome act that they have creation myths relating that 
they were sung into existence. As long as we're filling out the instruments for our Ice Age dated band, might I suggest that a didgeridoo might do as a horn section. It's a wooden instrument thought to have originated in Arnhem Land, Northern Territory, Australia. Right? Researchers have suggested it may be the world's oldest musical instrument. The oldest cave paintings of it were dated 3,000 to 5,000 years ago. It could be over 40,000 years old. On the opposite side of the earth, without contact between two cultures, like the didgeridoo, the Indian bamboo or wooden trumpet, and the African horn, the alphorn is one of the original wooden wind instruments. The alphorn in Switzerland was first documented echoing through the mountain passes in the mid-16th century by natural scientist Conrad Geisner.
of course, there are smaller wind instruments available for our band, uh, like an Ice Age flute. Who knows, we might want to play something by Jethro Tull. back to our strained section for just a moment, and I'm not speaking of someone who tells falsehoods uh, seat of their pants igniting, the lyre was invented by the Sumerians of ancient Iraq around 3200 BCE. Its design was developed from the harp by replacing the single bow shape with two upright arms joined by a crossbar, and the strings, instead of joining the sound box directly, were made to run over a bridge attached to the box.
another ancient musical instrument that started out as a communication device, the bull roarer, rhombus, or turndon, is an ancient ritual musical instrument and a device historically used for communicating over great distances. It dates to the Paleolithic period, being found in Ukraine dating from 18,000 BC. The bull roarer chord is given a slight initial twist, and the roarer is then swung in a large circle in a horizontal plane or in a smaller circle in a vertical plane to get its signature sound. brings us to the marimba. It's one of many African names for the xylophone, and because African instruments bearing this name frequently have a tuned calabash resonator for each wooden bar, some ethnomusologists, I said that right the first time, use the name marimba to dis distinguish gourd resonated from other xylophones. to hit things that might produce a sound in return isn't reserved to drummers only. So it's safe to say that the earliest forebears of the cymbal were made around the time bronze came about, around 3000 BC. Judging from the many stories on the use of the instrument in those early days, people soon discovered how versatile it really is. While modern day cymbals can be heard in classical music, rock, jazz, Latin, and pretty much any other Western style of music, their predecessors were used by beggars to attract the attention of potential benefactors, to celebrate weddings, to add luster to orgies, to tell bees to come back to their hives, and to worship gods. Thank you. 
And on that note, no pun intended, I guarantee, we're going to close this episode out. And on a sad note, it's my responsibility to let you listeners know that Bubba the Rooster had met his demise a couple weeks back. Yes, good old Bubba, some unknown attacker, uh, took him down. I think, personally, it was a hit. He probably knew way too much about, like, the Kennedy assassination or something like that, but we won't go there. Needless to say, until a new rooster is established, it's uh, just going to be me, your host, Terry Thompson, and my dog, Bud. And a moment of silence, please, for the rooster Bubba. Bubba. I hope you're spreading your wings in that great chicken shack in the sky. Until next episode, see ya. We here at the ABI 1.0 podcast enjoy hearing from our listeners. Feel free to comment anytime, either through email, voicemail. You can check out our Facebook page. We're on Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, Flickr. Heck, almost everywhere. Now, we've given up tying notes to bricks and throwing them through uh, people's windows. <laughs> that got a little annoying and uh, very expensive. You have been listening to the ABI 1.0 podcast. Process complete.